This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is a crowd podcast. What's occurring? How's things, mate? I'm a broken man, to be honest. It's not like um, we had a wild night or anything, but a couple of not great nights sleep. And then, oh, last night was a late one again, obviously. Travelled early this morning. And um, so, yeah, it wasn't a crazy night. Like, we had someone at the hotel. We went to um, just out by the pool at the hotel. We had a load of um, pizzas and stuff, G&Ts. Um, Nothing crazy at all, but wow, yeah, I gotta say my guts aren't feeling too great. They haven't been great the last few days, to be honest. But then, yeah, travel back here to France, um, and yeah, just your body shuts down, doesn't it, when you switch off? And um, so yeah, feeling a bit now, but I'm uh, I'm surprised last night didn't turn into a big one. No, yeah, so we obviously had Max. Max and Sarah were there. Uh, Max fell asleep around, managed to get some pizza down him, and he was asleep by quarter past ten, just on like one of the sun lounger, basically. <laughs> um, and then we went up about the bar and stuff, closed at half twelve. Oh, okay. Um, so, yeah, we just headed up to the room then and went to um, went to bed, basically. But um, oh, nice just can't. Last few days, though, we just haven't really slept, you know, so it's been, uh, yeah, Feeling pretty broken, especially with like a three-year-old that's full of beans now. Yeah, mate, it's been um, it's just been a roller coaster the last few days, hasn't it? I think. Well, it's been amazing to yeah. watch. It really has been mega to watch. Um, armchair, my armchair fan for the last three weeks has been ups and downs, but um, I guess you know we spoke at the the very first pod about the Giro, didn't we? And he said. You know, I, I probably played down your chances a bit, but, um, and you said, nah, mate, fuck it, all in for the win. And, uh, yeah, you were true to your word there, son. It was great to see. It was definitely emotional, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, 
like I think to have the jersey for that long and then to lose it on the last day just made it worse. Um, sorry, Max has just walked in and thrown me off completely. But um, uh, I don't know what the hell I'm saying, mate. I'm so I'm I'm nailed. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. So the, this this TT. Yeah. So obviously afterwards, um, you know, I was gutted and. Like when Blythe came and gave me a hug, I was like, oh, sorry, dude. And like you could see that he was quite like, you know, emotional with it. And that just almost set me off. And then for about the next three or four hours, like I couldn't really read messages on my phone because I was getting so many nice messages from people back home and mates and whatever. And um, it just started like welling up every time I was reading these messages. Like, Jesus, what's happening to me? It's like, like my wedding, mate. Remember that one? I just couldn't stop crying. Yeah. Yeah, that was yeah. You, you, uh, you did cry a lot that day, didn't you? But yeah, that's acceptable. But I, di- I didn't actually cry um, like that, but I could just feel it coming on, so I had to just stop all the time. But uh, yeah, and then got back to the hotel. It was another late one. Like, oh mate, I had um, did a partial sample, so a dope control. Oh. You have to do ninety mil, and I did ten. And then it was literally an hour and a half later to actually manage to go again. And I was just I drank about five and a half liters of water. Just nothing, just could not go. Who's that? And then got the gondola back down through all the Slovenian fans that were great with me, actually, to be fair. Probably because they were happy because they'd won. Yeah. Which made it, it, it might, nicer to be nice. It might have been a bit guess, different but, if it was the other way. Um, down this gondola and then an hour and a half to the hotel. So got to the boys at about 10 o'clock. We had burgers and chips at the hotel put on, but I think they'd cooked it at about seven. So Nice. That wasn't exactly the best meal, but um, it was good just to be with everyone. I had a f- well, the boys had a few beers. I couldn't even finish my one, mate. Like I said about my guts, I was just like my stomach was in knots. Uh, and, um, is that bicarb? Yeah, I had some bicarb and just a lot of gels. Like the last week, there were so many like mountain stages and climbing. Like I was just nailing the gels more than anything, and it just turned me inside out. And um, yeah, I just uh, half a half a beer probably and then couldn't really sleep um just with the caffeine and everything as well in the race yeah um and actually everything that had happened you know your mind's just racing of course so then so then um in the morning then we were up at half seven get to the airport we flew to rome got bus to the hotel we were in the hotel for an hour and a half had some lunch which was actually better you know in the tour normally you go straight to the start and it's a long old day at least we had a bit of time because i get a shower and um feel a bit better Go but again. yeah but it was just it was that feeling you know when you get last stage like the race is kind of done but it's not you still got a race for this there's a still another stage to do so that was mentally you just got to stay switched on for that because we saw the circuit on paper it looked really bad but to be honest it wasn't too technical it was pretty good it was probably easier than a Champs-Élysées stage because we just stayed in one line for so long. Yeah. Then we did it was six laps and we were in one line for about, well, we were sitting second team so maybe behind it was a bit more crazy but for us, no one came up alongside me until about two and a half laps to go. Sad. absolute bliss. Yeah. Bliss, mate. Yeah. How times have changed since them first few days when everyone's full of beans, eh? When everyone's, <laughs> yeah. everyone's fucked, they just kind of chill out, don't they? But mate, yeah, I was yeah. going to, um, the question that's probably on everyone's lips First of all, mega lead up, mate. I mean, you took him there. You know, we were saying uh, Cavs missing that one guy just to take him to a K to go, we said uh, a few days ago, didn't we? So was that literally just spur of the moment, seeing him with two K to go and thought, right, I'll whack it? Or 
Was it something you spoke before? Um, he came up to me in the race and said, oh, if you're going to lead me out, go on the right. Basically, like, taking the piss, basically. But as it turned out, yeah, I was made sure I was there with 3K to go, obviously, anyway, to be safe. And then I saw him with only Lewis Leon. I was like, ah, oh, sod it, man. It's safer for me on the front anyway. So I was just like, went past him. I was like, hey, lads. And then shouted to Lewis Leon and just went. Yeah. And, um, yeah. And then when I heard that he'd won over, like, the, the Tannoy or whatever, that was great, you know, especially because we called it on here. We said he'd win a stage, didn't we? So Mate, we backed him. We kept backing him, didn't we? It was coming. Yeah. And I had to say that on the TV as well, just to give the podcast a shout out. But, um, <laughs> no, yeah, it was great to see him win. You know, he, he obviously announced his retirement during the race. So, um, unreal, unreal. And um, But I, the one thing I don't quite understand is, like, loads of people have been saying how good it was of me to do, but... It just seemed natural almost. I don't know, maybe because I've done so much with Calvin. It's just like, you just help a mate out, don't you, if you can? Um, exactly. Like if, you know, if you or I change teams and we're in a, we're in a race in the future, we'd still always have each other's back. And if there's any way you yeah. can help each other, you do. And I think Yeah, exactly. So I guess maybe it's a bit different when you pull in and lead out, like with 2K to go. It's a bit more intense, but... Yeah, it was just great to see him win and, you know, his last ever Giro stage to win it in Rome with the Coliseum behind him. Pretty pretty sweet, that. So, well, it's a fairy tale ending, isn't it, to announce your retirement, um, you know, halfway through the race. And I think anyone who knows Cav knows uh, Italy holds a special place in his heart. He just, he, just loves, yeah. he just loves the country, doesn't he? He loves the culture. He speaks the language. He's lived there for many years. So to announce the retirement and then go in and like you say, not just any stage, the last stage with Rome, it was um, a fairy tale ending. It was beautiful. Exactly, yeah. Right, before we before we wrap it up, let's have a quick short break, eh? Let's do it. Pause. Luke, but do you want to hear a dad joke? Go on then, go for it, mate. Well, I don't often discuss sunglasses with anyone, but... Uh... I find it's a very polarising subject. <laughs> Mate, that's edgy, very edgy. Ben Stiller would like that one. And it'll make more sense why we're talking about sunglasses when I tell you this. We got a new sponsor for the podcast, mate. It's SunGod. Nice one. Yeah, most of you will have uh, spotted this already, but Ineos have changed their sunglasses sponsor from Oakley to SunGod. SunGod are a British brand making high-performance sunglasses to give us grenadiers the edge across our races this season. I'm sure they've seen you wearing your recognisable white frames in the Giro G with a Sun God twist. How have they been feeling? Give us some nerdy sunglasses facts then. <laughs> so far, so good. I actually worked really closely with Sun God to design this pair. It was, uh, I'm, I'm sure you can tell as well, because they look class, don't they? Me and my design wonders. But um, just like all Sun God's cycling sunglasses in their pace series, the lenses are stronger, lighter and clearer than industry standard polycarbonate. They also use market leading 8KO nylon lens technology and a carbon neutral. Yeah, whatever you just said, mate, I'm impressed. <laughs> and you know, the best bit for everyone listening, you can get a pair too. My design is available to buy from Tuesday the 30th of May, but you can also go and design your own too. Just go to sungod.co forward slash Geraint for an exclusive offer when you design 
your own pair of cycling sunglasses. Luke, what colour are you choosing then? Pink. Ready for my pink panther next year at the Giro, mate. <laughs> so, guys, that's sungod.co forward slash Geraint. Go get them. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Here at Mindset Win, we want to give you the tools to become better at what you do. Taking inspiration and wisdom from our guests, we will hear stories, strategies, tips and tricks. Told by leading names in sport and beyond. Who know what it takes to get to the very top. There will be two episodes each week packed with amazing stories and practical takeaways for us all to follow. Search for Mindset Win on YouTube and on your favorite podcast app. So, G, what's uh, what's next? Yeah, I'm basically um, with the family for a week now. I ride, maybe a coffee ride, one or two, just to turn the legs over, and then. Um, but this week, pretty much shut it down, and then just get going again. Nationals be the next race, so um, yeah, looking forward to that. And uh, but yeah, it's just been intense, like the Giro. You know, every descent. I don't know if you can hear them in the background, by the way, but the family just arrived. That's what the, the noise is. But, um, yeah, the Giro, like every descent you're fighting for the front, you know, with all the bad weather, it was so much more intense because you're just thinking about so much more, like clothing and what you got to put on, like need to put more stuff on, need to be in position more, you know, all this. So there's an up and down race as well, losing guys, Pipo, Teo, Pavel. And um, the atmosphere in the team was just great as well. Um, that's what was the biggest thing, actually, like, Probably the best Grand Tour team. Don't take offence to this, by the way, mate. But uh, like, just a good vibe we had with everyone in the team, and um, it was really good. <laughs> You're fucking breaking my heart, here, son. <laughs> but no, no, we've obviously been good. But I mean, all eight guys were like awesome, you know. No, I get you. So, um, um, oh blimey, someone's banging the door. Um, but yeah, so it, it was. That was one of the biggest things I was disappointed about, to be honest, to not finish it off, like, for them and the team as much as me as well. And because, um, yeah, they'd ridden their hearts out, especially that last week with only, like, four guys with me, Swifty and Salva, Dupluski and, and Time, and, like, they all just stepped up another level, you know. It was like having a full team and we only had half. But, um, so, yeah, it was, uh, it's been a great, great few weeks. And, um, but, yeah, like I say, Shut it down now. Do nationals, maybe. Um, I think the worlds will be the next sort of big target. Being in the UK, it's a big one, isn't it? So maybe yeah. target uh, 
the TT or something there, and um, possibly Vuelta as well. But we'll see. We'll see what happens. Happy days, mate. I think. Yeah, one final thing to kind of mention of the Vuelta, if the Giro is something we've spoke about a lot, but that team, like you said, I think we just need to reiterate that, don't we? They they were incredible. Like, I don't think I've ever seen Swifty at that level in his whole career. Like he, and then Puccio, I think he just probably had his best Giro ever. And the other two climbing guys, it, it was just incredible. And it was like- Yeah, said, exactly. You went down, I was messaging Swifty. And he was like, yeah, a little bit nervous about one of the next mountain stages. I just said to him, mate, from what I've seen for the last two weeks, there's fuck all to be worried about. Like, okay, you're four guys, but you are still the strongest team. You are. And yeah. I said, the strongest team with the strongest leader. And um, That's yeah. the main thing I was saying to the boys, because like Dupluski, like he's got a lot of respect for like Jumbo because he's been there and he knows, you know, how they work and whatever. And he's always on about, yeah, Dennis is getting better. And he I was like, mate, he is. And you can see he's getting better. He's still got not got a, a patch on you, mate, as in Dupluski. I was like, nothing's going to have changed overnight. Like, you're doing, just keep doing the basics, everyone now. And there's no reason that suddenly all these other teams are going to start kicking your asses. Like, you're just bossing it. So just keep doing what we're doing. And that's what we did. And it was just, yeah, amazing, really. And um, yeah, just those 14 bloody seconds in the end of the day, which kind of, yeah. but um, I could just feel it though in that TT, like with about a K and a half to go before the top, I was like, shit. You know, when you like just got 10 watts less and you're like, oh man, I'd, you could just feel it. I was just like, unless Roglic now is having a bit of a bad time as well. I'm in trouble. This is slipping away. Yeah. And just in your head, you're just thinking, shit, but you just keep pushing, keep pushing. But he was on a world the other day as well. Like, it's not like I was bad. I was still second on the stage, but yeah. um, he had a worldie. I had a, you know, decent sort of average sort of day really. Um so, were you yeah, get, were you getting time checks? Got one at the bottom after 10k at the start of the climb. When I was f two seconds down, which was like a nice little boost because we did a helmet swap as well. There's a bit of thing about that. Do we do it? Do we not? Yeah. Kind of thought that the, the science was saying you'd lose. There was quite a lot. I can't remember, even remember what it was, but basically 250 grams lighter helmet, more ventilation. You're not going to overheat. Um, It'll take around six, seven seconds to do the swap, and you'll make up that. Um, if the swap's a bit longer, then you'll kind of even out anyway. So it's kind of six and two, three. So we're like, sod it, let's just do it. Yeah. Did the swap. And um, yeah, and then the next check I got was I was 15 seconds down, but then I heard he had a mechanical. And um, it's kind of like for him, um, this is going to sound like I'm trying to make it out like he didn't kick my ass as much as he did now. But if you're going to have a mechanical, the best place to have a mechanical is when you're going 12k an hour um, with a spare bike right behind you, I guess. you know yeah. It's not like you're doing 50k an hour. you got to stop. you get it off the car, get back up to 50k an hour. Like, you know, you can stop, switch your bike, get a mad push, and you kind of, you know, back up to 12k an hour pretty, pretty quickly. Um, but yeah, then I heard he had that, so I was like, oh, you know, this is this is going to help. But I was still a bit like, oh, legs are jelly. You know, the bicarb was like, you've got no feel, have you? You've got no real grunt. Your legs are just a bit weak. Um, but yeah, and then it was just over the top. It was a bit flat. And I was just thinking, oh, no, I've still got another K kicker here. And yeah, it was just about survival, just trying to get to that line. It couldn't have come quick enough. But uh, 
yeah it just sucked then when you got across the line you're like yeah bollocks i've lost this and then i could hear him and all his team celebrating in the tent next to me and all the slovenian fans were going like crazy and you just want to go into a little cave you know and just be on your own for a while but you're just there in the spotlight and it was just like oh man this is this is hard but but anyway it was you know that sport isn't it that's what makes it so exciting for people to watch and uh you know exactly mate. it was it was down to the wire wasn't it and everyone was you know we knew that final tt would be a massive gc day and it turned out to be but i think yeah before we wrap it up and you could get a cold one um mate fucking chapeau you can hold your head high second in another grand tour um, cheers mate pink jersey for god knows how many days and also the feedback on the pod people have loved it so uh i think we've given a pretty good honest insight for the last three weeks and uh yeah i've enjoyed it yeah nice one me too obviously we're not going to give away like tactics and what we're actually going to do which i saw some people were complaining about but you know i think uh yeah we've kind of just said it as is and now we've seen it and uh no it's been good and just want to say before i go massive thanks to everyone back home everyone listening everyone supporting like i say all the messages getting me all welled up and teary but um no yeah the support's been incredible and this podcast's been good to do mate been good to chat to you so i've missed you missed you i haven't done a grand tour without you for a while so Maybe yeah, we'll do, uh... and then you said it was the best Grand Tour. <laughs> don't don't yeah. try and be nice now, mate. <laughs> Maybe Let the me... Vuelta, mate. Let's do that, shall we? Mate, I'm in. What's, <laughs> what's occurring in Vuelta? Yeah, quality. All right, sound. All right, have a good one, mate. Enjoy it. Put your feet up. Cheers, bud. ta ra boy. ta ra Ciao, ciao. Ciao, ciao.